Welcome to the Little Bird Marketing Spectacular Spectacular. Yes, you guessed it. You tuned in for the Christmas show. It's kind of a talent show. It's kind of a, gosh, it defies words. Why don't you just give a listen? Hi, Priscilla. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, good, I guess. Uh, I love doing this show. Yeah, this is really fun. It okay. has been an eye-opening experience for Ooh, me. Oh, so gosh, I haven't heard the rest of it. There I'd like been, to know what's going on. There have been so you'll have to listen through because okay. there are a lot of great answers. I will. I'm sure it will be quite quite a gift. It will yes. be a blessing. One might call it a blessing. Oh, I love it. Okay, we're already we're already there. We're already there. <laughs> Um, so we, we're talking about our 2017s so far. 2017 has big, been okay. a big year for all of us. Um, and so just in general, how was your 2017? Uh, <laughs> good riddance. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I guess it's kind of a little bit, you know, as with anything, it's like a little bittersweet. It was a hard year. It was a hard year for us. We made a lot of big transitions. And uh, we really focused on some uh, our where we specialize, and I think for any company that's really hard. So, see, I'm already talking about work, and we don't really need to talk about. Let's no, talk about fun. We're talking about fun stuff. That's okay. why you're here today, Priscilla. Okay. Um, uh, we we've kind of run through. Can you like, say that to me every day I walk into work? I would love to. Okay, I can, I can say that to you. I don't know if it'll change anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so I, I've I've gone through and I've asked one question, one or two questions to everybody so far. But I think uh, we're going to mix it up with you and okay. have a little lightning round. Oh, is um, this like a pop quiz? Yes. Okay, go, I'm ready. Okay. First question. What was the best show that you binge watched this year? Oh, the best show. You know what I think is funny is that we talk about binge watch. That's the only way any of us watch anything anymore. Oh, yes. Mass consumption. Right. Okay. Well, I'd like to be really highbrow and tell you about something that makes me sound like super smart. So I'll start there and then I'll tell you like the one I like the very most, which is very lowbrow. Very nice. (laughs) So my husband actually turned me on to this and it's not new, but I did binge watch it this year. It is called Into Great Silence and it's a 2005 documentary about the uh, Carthusian monks in France. I think it's Carthusian. Anyway, Hmm. it's this monastery, and they take you inside. And this is what an interesting setup to this documentary is that this guy who wanted to do it wanted to do it in 1984, and he called them, or wrote, sorry, not called them, (laughs) then on the phone (laughs) at the monastery. Um, But he wrote to them and asked if he could come and do a documentary, and the monk replied, no, that's not good for us now. Well, let, let's let's think about it for later. 
And 16 years later, he contacted that guy and said, yeah, we're ready for you now. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so next time I get really impatient, just yeah, remind me of the story. Yeah, 16 years. No, but then the documentary is basically a day in the life, not just a day in the life, but every, you know, every snippet is like that. And it's completely quiet. And it's hmm. watching their work and what they do and how they stand on this planet in for the purpose they are, you know, they're living which is to stand in the gap for humanity who wants to live in what we all live in mm-hmm. every day and live their different lives. So it is totally silent. Hmm. And I'm just telling you, after work and, you know, three companies and three kids and, you know, run in and it's actually quite nice lovely. to kind of just take a break. Yeah. It's very cool. Okay, so we have that one. And that's, then, that's my highbrow yes. answer. Now you think really highly of me. <laughs> yes, of course. There's no way that I can... This, this illusion is not going to break. Oh, my gosh. But my lowbrow one is, to truth be told, Ozark. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's just... It's in our backyard. The, the acting is insane. It's disturbing. I love it because I watched Justified. So if you want to go... If you want to go there, that's, that's where you got to go. It's a great binge watch. Well, I, I will definitely consider that. I watched the trailer, and um, then I had a nightmare, <laughs> yeah. and then I woke up, and I was still in the nightmare. So um, it was great. That's because you live in the ocean. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, hashtag blessed. Um, okay, so next question. What was the best podcast that you listened to this year? Well, that's funny that we kind of stay on that same theme, but S-Town by far was the best one. I got so many people, you might say at this point I was a S-Town evangelist, mm-hmm. but I think this whole year, you know, it shows that I'm a cultural anthropologist at heart, whether I'm watching these these monks or Ozark or S-Town or the books that I read this year, they all show that I'm, I want to see people's story or understand their perspective. And, you know, this is not a political show, but I will say that in terms of where we came politically this year, I have had to struggle a lot to understand a lot of people around me. And so it showed up in what I watched and what I read and, you know, uh, who I talked to and, uh, and the podcasts I listened to. So um, S-Town kind of fell into that same thing. But man, that is a romp. Yeah, that's... Uh, I- I listened to that, and I listened to it very, like, pretty much back-to-back each episode. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't stop. Yeah. It was crazy. I, I, I do appreciate, even though it is different from maybe what I would do, it's nice to know that that exists and oh, just kind of hopefully see kind of behind the curtain a little bit. Well, you you do push into that humanity uh, you know, call to really love people, even if they're very different from you. And that's the, I think that's the overarching theme that I look at what I read and what I was trying to do this year was, but in the midst of this and different cultures and everything else and different opinions, different votes, uh, how do I actually see people for who they are? How do I get behind in the, the mask and to the humanity? Yeah. Did we just get real deep? I think we did. Okay. I think let's, uh, <laughs> we might lighten it up. I don't know if we will with this next question. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Uh, what was the best book that you read this week? Oh, year? yeah. We're not going to lighten it up much on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay down for a little bit. Okay. Okay. I promise this is my last one, and then we'll get, like, all fun and funny. So okay. I read Hillbilly Elegy, which uh, is a, a hillbilly story. And it's true story, and it's a story of coming out of that abject poverty, but it helps you understand that mentality. What is that culture? It is a culture that that is, you know, that people are living in in this country. And, yeah, so we all got to work together. So that was really awesome. But I did go back and revisit an amazing book that I love, which is called Men Explain Things to Me. 
and I really think everybody should read it. I don't think you should be allowed to go to college. I think I think it's part of curriculum. I, let's just you know let's just set it up there. But I'll, I'll leave it there. But if you're remotely interested in why we don't have equality. And that mean, you know, between men and women, obviously, mm-hmm. is what this book is about. But um, and what really the status of sexual assault is in this country. See, we got low. Like we're supposed to be on a Christmas show. I don't know what's happening. I don't, I don't know. know OK, happening. let me end with this. The other book that I reread again this year, which I, I've read a couple of times, but it really meant, meant some to me this year. I read Marianne Williamson's Return to Love again. And that really is was part and parcel of, of the biggest lesson I learned this year, which is that the miracle that I need in my life is to see things differently, not for other people to change, but you can see that in what I read and what I watched and everything else. But could the miracle just be that my view of things could be changed? Could I see things differently? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's See, like Beth, our fireside chat. That was good. <laughs> but to end that question on a more positive note, I think we all have read Ready Player One, right? No, right? No. What? Sorry. I have not I've not seen it. I've not I've not I've not read it yet. Raise your right hand. Here it is. I will read I will le- read. <laughs> Ready player one. Ready player one. Okay, thank you. Okay, I've taken the off. Let's take a break, uh, so you can gather your thoughts and let's hear from somebody else. Hi, Brad. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Not much. We are recapping 2017, as you know. So I have a very quick question for you. But first, uh, how's your 2017 going so far? Uh, not bad. It's actually just coming to an end, right? So yeah, this is your, your last uh, Christmas podcast. This is the second is. annual one, and it is also your last one. How do you feel about that? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that. We will miss you immensely, for the record. Um, enjoy yourself wherever uh, life takes you. <laughs> wherever. So, uh, so far in 2017, uh, what would you say is the best show that you have binge-watched? This year, I feel like there was a ton of stuff on Netflix this year. Yes, they've been they've been doing a very good job of adding new content. Yeah, so uh, I probably watched a lot too much television this year. No such thing. No such uh, thing. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as fast as they're putting out shows. So, That's true. Uh, well, let's start. I guess Star Trek from CBS was awesome. The new yes. um, uh, reimagining of the Star Trek series which yes. was really great. So, uh, enjoyed that. Um, Netflix, of course, Stranger Things. Yes, of course. Yes, the Stranger yes. Things was the inspiration for our uh, holiday email this year and right. graphic. Yeah, uh, so not to be missed if if you're not a Stranger Things fan or have never seen it, you must definitely have watch to watch that. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they came out with that other show, like right behind it, called Dark. Have you heard of that? I I believe I have heard of it. Now it's like a more adult version of Stranger Things, but it was in Germany, so okay. it's subtitled. But okay. uh, that shouldn't uh, deter you from watching it because it is amazing. So, uh, can you give give like a brief uh, brief plot summary without spoiling too much? Um, it's one of those that's just it's very mysterious, and there's just all these things going on. You don't know what's going on. You're like there's time travel. Whoa. There's um, what you think might be monsters involved. I mean, it just goes all the place so it's like this kind of mystery thriller science fiction-y combination of awesomeness so that's cool so uh are there any shows that you're looking forward to in 2018 um well let's see 
Uh, I don't know if Ozark comes out next year again. I'm not sure either. Yeah. yeah, so that aired this year too. But, uh, man, that was such a good show. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to that. It's like kind of close to home too. Exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, this is actually probably just recorded this uh, in, in my backyard. It's Hopefully not. not it's, but. Uh, it was cool of them to kind of uh, make a new show that reminded me of Breaking Bad. So, yeah. 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 That's uh, the GOAT. Of so if that's television. next year, that that would be what I would probably be looking forward to the most. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you for your time, Brad. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Tell me, uh, 2017 has been a pretty wild ride. It's been a heck of a year, Clayton. Yeah. I mean, everybody. If you had to stack it against all the other years. Hmm. If I had to stack it against every other year, I would say 2017 is, is definitely one for the books. It's been a good year. Um, learned a lot of stuff. And uh, I feel like as I get older, I'm uh, being more observant and trying to learn things. And so it's been nice to kind of live through 2017 and... Uh, get as much knowledge as I can from it. Live and learn, you might say. Yes, live and learn. Gotcha. So when you go to, uh, when you're when you're on your quest for knowledge, uh, what kind of sources do you go? Uh, I do a lot of things. I am, I try to stay connected to like the, the design community online. Um, I check out some blogs, listen to some podcasts. Um, actually, one of my favorite podcasts that I've listened to this year uh, is uh, the future? It's like uh, future without the e, but and with a period in place of the e. Uh, it is ran by a guy named uh, Chris Doe, I think, and he is a he has an agency out in San Francisco, I think, like in the Bay Area. He kind of started from nothing and worked his way up into having this like giant agency that um, does a lot of really high profile uh, jobs and stuff for clients. Um, and his podcast really goes into a lot of different details about um, both like the technical side of design, um, really sometimes like how to handle client relations and everything. Um, and so as a designer and just kind of as an employee, like that has helped me so much in terms of really finding out how uh, I should act in certain situations or um, how to even just design differently um, than how I usually would. Um, and so that has been a really great podcast uh, that I've checked out this year. Any uh, specific um, guests upon that? Um, Aaron Draplin, actually, um, from he makes field notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on one of the most recent podcasts, I think. Uh, and he really talked about 
uh, he's like extremely successful. He goes on tour and has um, book signings and everything. He has talked about how uh, important it is just to keep your priorities right. Um, like he tries to take care of his mom and um, is really uh, just kind of gracious to everybody who he comes in contact with. Um, like I remember he said this, uh, I think he was at a, he was at a show and this person bought like a hundred dollars worth of merch or something. And so he just threw in like, uh, I think five or six buttons and like a, a pack of field notes and I think a, like a couple posters and stuff. And so it really just kind of uh, being thankful for the people who support you. Um, and I definitely need to do a lot of that. There have been a lot of people who have supported me um, so far in my life and I need to really make sure that I appreciate them. That's what this all. What was your biggest life lesson this year and, and what did you learn out of that? Uh, I wouldn't say that I've had a specific moment where I have learned something, like there wasn't an event that happened, um, but uh, over the course of the year I've been learning to um, temper my frustrations. Um, I, I think a lot of people say that you should temper your expectations, so like try not to get your hopes up for things. Um, but over the course of this year I've really been focusing on tempering my frustrations, uh, and by doing that... Um, I have just kind of making like a a conscious choice to not get frustrated about something that I usually would um, or to get less frustrated about something that uh, would usually frustrate me a lot. Um, that has really taught me to appreciate all of the good times that I have um, and to really kind of uh, whenever I'm faced with a problem or a situation that is um, difficult for me, uh, I've really been able to take a step back and really just come to a solution a lot quicker um, rather than spending like a lot of that time being angry or um, kind of my head uh, just like all cloudy and foggy, like in rage, essentially. Walking around in a rage. Yeah, just punching walls and stuff. Uh, so yeah, definitely uh, tempering my frustrations uh, has well, been one of the huge things. I've noticed a difference because in 2016... You were just walking around punching a wall. I was I was breaking everything. Yeah, like I I think that's why uh, we had to move up here, right? Yeah, it is the carriage house. Carriage house. Yeah, yeah. the brick walls. The brick you, walls. Yeah. After you smashed through. After my index finger uh, ruined the foundation, then we had to move. But yeah, I I, I hope my 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 uh, my fists thank me. Yeah. Incredibly. You've been. It's a lot more peaceful. That's good. <laughs> We've been able to get our Zen garden going on. Yeah. Uh, those uh, stone sculptures that the we have. stacking, yeah. The yeah, stacking, stacking rocks. I know. Those haven't been knocked over at all. No, not even once. So that's good. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me.
Hi, Emma. Hey, Khalif. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I am doing awesome. Uh, at awesomely, awesome, awesomer, awesome-ish. Uh, as oh, you know, awesome-er. yeah. Well, no, I don't know about that. As you know, uh, we are recapping our 2017s uh, with a couple questions. Um, and so, how's your 2017 been in general? In general, it's been a pretty, uh, pretty crazy 2017. Actually, I yes. this is I graduated. A year ago, actually a year ago today, I believe, from college. Baby. Um, Yes, so I am a youngin here in Little Bird. Um, I moved to Joplin. That was huge. Got a new job. Met a lot of new people. It's been been a great 2017, but a crazy one. Okay, so uh, what would you say is the best movie that you watched this year? Best movie that I've watched this year. Um, I am a huge fan of the Hallmark Holiday Classics. Oh, yes. So I had to think about this one for a little while because I have watched a lot of Hallmark holiday classics this year, but my favorite one um, would have to be The Perfect Christmas Present. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not going to spoil it for you, uh, except the entire story nice. is this. Okay. Um, there's a guy, and his career is to find perfect Christmas gifts for others. Dream job. So if you were looking for a Christmas gift for said wife uh you would come to this man he would help you so in the movie uh his best friend needs to save his relationship with his girlfriend so uh the gift giver spends a lot of time with the girlfriend to get to know her Uh finds out what she would like okay um and surprise he starts to fall in love with her you would never expect it you were not expecting that yeah it's a crazy twist um and then she finds out that the gift giver is indeed only trying to get to know her to figure out what gift she would like. Mm. Uh, they stop talking. She throws a holiday party. Gift giver shows up. And surprise again, they fall in love. Does he have the perfect Christmas gift? Or is he the perfect Christmas he gift? He is the perfect Christmas gift. Is um, she the perfect Christmas gift? Uh, you know, they kind of leave you on your toes for that one. Okay. That's a really good question. Okay. But I think that he, he is the gift. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is that is intense. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very unlike the other Hallmark movies that I've seen this yeah. year. Yeah, that's why it really stood out in my mind. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Just talking about um, twenty seventeen in general. Um, what would you say is something that you did this year that you will you think you'll remember for the rest of your life? The rest of my life. Um, this year, I moved to Joplin, yes. and I think that that would be a pretty tough thing to forget. Well. The move has been very exciting. We've met a lot of awesome people. It's a great town, and I think that I will remember it forever. That's good. There are a lot of things to remember in Joplin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very flat. It's very, very windy. Flat, very windy. Very humid in the summer. Yes. That Surprisingly was humid. When we moved in, we specifically didn't move our boxes in until 10.30 p.m. so that we could breathe outside. Smart. Very smart. Um it's not like that in South Dakota. So. Yeah, so you're yeah because you are originally from South I Dakota. Am, yes, I am from South Dakota, so it's a little a little different. We're not having snow on the ground every day. Yep, I'm very bummed about that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Arizona for Christmas, which means I will have less snow again. Yes. Um, it's very disheartening. So yeah, I'm really crossing my fingers for some snow down here eventually. When I moved here, um, the first lady that I met told me that I would not need my winter coat. Mm. I brought it and I wear it. That's a non-believer. Yeah. We had a 
a snowstorm in May one year, so it might happen. You might get Things lucky. Things to look forward to. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank this you. Awesome. Great. Merry Christmas. It's going great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on to the show today. It's my pleasure. Uh, we are rounding up uh, kind of the best of 2017, uh, things that we've learned and uh, things that we've appreciated. What was the best album that you listened to this year? I've listened to a lot of albums this year. You are musically inclined. You you wrote the, the intro music for our podcast here. I, I did that, yes. That's very true. impressive. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm humbled. This year... Uh, there have been a couple of a couple of really cool things that I've found. The first one that I would mention is an album by Mort Garson from 1976. Okay. That is a it's a synth album, and it is called Plantasia, and it's music for plants. Really? Yes. For plants. For plants. So how does how does that work exactly? I don't know. It's all instrumental. If I didn't know that it was music for plants, I would not have made the conclusion on my own that okay. it's music for plants. But that's what the cover art tells me and Interesting. I, I believe the cover art above all else um <clears throat> it's really really good all instrumental really neat 70s synth sounds yeah that's interesting i wonder if it like you know whenever you you're supposed to talk to plants to help them grow which mm -hmm. i assume is like a carbon dioxide thing um i don't know because yeah, well, that's a good point i don't know i don't know but uh maybe it's maybe there's music that they like as well plants that listen to metal perform the best Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I wonder if there there have been developments in technology since the seventies. They didn't. They didn't understand metal in in nineteen seventy six. Right. As they understand it now. So that's so true. Yeah. Okay. So like you said you said there were <laughs> you said there were two. Uh, yes. The other one. Um, my friend uh, Gary Reeves from SoundCloud uh, and his brother Terry have released an album that they recorded together in nineteen eighty three in London. Wow. And it was for uh, their band Root Division, and it's self-titled, and it is amazing. Okay, well, what type of music is it? It is, it is like a time capsule from the 80s. It's got the drum sounds, it's got the guitar sounds, it's got really good melody lines, and nice. excellent, well-thought-out lyrics. Terry Reeves is the writer on it, and it's just amazing. And on Bandcamp. Okay, well, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, what would you say that you... What is something that you accomplished this year that you are the most proud of? I think uh, the, the number one thing, the thing that I think back on with the most fondness is that we read, my family read out loud, the entire Harry Potter book series. Wow. So this, like, throughout the whole year this happened? It was over a few months. Wow. It was, we okay. couldn't stop. We couldn't stop. Once we started, it was it was a train that just kept going, and then we finished, and then we didn't know what to do with ourselves. Okay, so you have, you have two boys, mm-hmm. and how old are they? They are eight and five, and they had never read nor watched Harry Potter, and neither had I, and neither had my wife. Okay. And so we all started fresh, and read through it, and I, I'm not going to lie to you, my expectations going into this were extremely low. That's good. Um, I was blown away. And really? the kids were like, they started off a little skeptical, and then they were on the edge of their seats. That's awesome. And like, can't we just read one more chapter before we go to bed? That's the best. Yeah. Um, so you, I assume you watched the movies with them? We did. After each, after we finished each book, we watched the movie that went with it. Okay. No exceptions. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Oh, that's awesome. I still actually have not seen or read any of the Harry Potter series, so I might pick that up in 2018. I highly recommend it. All right, well, thank you for your time. Thank you. We officially returned to the lightning round with Priscilla. Uh, I'm all sugared up and good to go. We talked about the best show that you watched. What mm-hmm. about the best movie that you watched? Oh, hands down, it's got to be going to see Star Wars with my kids. That Yeah, I'm glad that that came out this year because I yeah. don't know if I could have waited any longer. That no. was really good. No. Did you like it, though? I There's been good. some I controversy. It, yeah, you know, I, I've, I enjoyed it. Uh, there were some things that uh, I, I saw someone say that it basically it had some of the best scenes in uh-huh. the whole series. It also had some of the worst scenes in the oh. whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. See, I love it because I get to go with my kids. Yeah. And it's and also, it's an amazing way to talk to my kids about the battle of good and evil. Yes. In the way that I would like to talk about it, which right. is basically <laughs> <Right>. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So, we, you know, I think they need to come out with the Star Wars Bible. Yes. So then we could have that whole conversation. But, yeah, that epic battle is cool. But this year, I'm really proud of myself because I did not cry at Star Wars, which my kids were all waiting for me to do it because they made fun of me all last, all this year because last Christmas when the other Star Wars movie came out, mm-hmm. I cried at the commercial. Ooh. There was a commercial right before it came on that was um, this kid. I'm telling you, it was a it was a tearjerker. Tear you would have cried too, but I that's probably, not saying a whole lot. Well, yeah, I know. You I, and I, I are the criers. Yes, we are very emotional. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> we like to cry a lot. We do. Okay. Yes. So um, it was like a kid was sitting at the fireplace and writing this letter to Santa about what he really wanted, you know, and it was like this quintessential, you know, holiday thing and everything, and puts the letter away to Santa and. Then there's a knock at the door, and it's his mom returning from the military, oh. like rucksack and everything. I and, remember that one. And it's like, and the whole thing is set up that he got what he really wanted. He wanted his mom, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids made fun of me all year long, 
And then as Star Wars was coming up, the anticipation of, are you going to cry, Mom? But are you going to cry in the commercials? So I kind of took a little bit of razzing, but it's super fun. But you did not cry, so that's I a didn't. I didn't. And I, yes. don't even, I don't know if that's a success. Well, yeah, there, I didn't there care. Just wasn't, yeah, there wasn't anything there um, no, worth crying cry. about. Well, I, I am in love with Han Solo, and so last year I had to cry because, uh, he, I mean, come on. Spoiler. No. Oh, if you have <laughs> if you not seen that now, one, then, then, yeah. then you're never going to watch it. Yeah, that, so, was, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Layton. It's okay. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, moving on. What was the best album that you listened to this year? Well, what was on repeat on my player was uh, Head Full of Dreams by Coldplay, specifically the song Up and Up. That was my anthem for the year. Just That was a good up. one. And you up saw them up. live this year, right? Yeah, I did. Again, they're so worth it. Pretty good show. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah. And the awesome thing is my husband and I are equally as devoted to Coldplay. So this is what binds us together, you know. That's good. That's good. There are a few other things, but that's one of them. Mostly Coldplay. Yeah. 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 Mostly Coldplay. Heading into 25 years, though, I feel like, you know, of marriage, that is, not of loving Coldplay. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we also took my son, Beck, to see Beck and you two. Okay. And that's just, I, you know, that's iconographic. You're going to clarify that sentence, I think. (laughs) No, his name really is Beck. So, should I really clarify that no, sentence? I think you're good. I think okay. I feel like I need to name my son you two, and then go take them um, to see you two. Well, take him to. I could name them Bono, Bono, but that's not as fun as you two. Right. Well, Beck, and then Beck's middle name is Sumner for Gordon Sumner. Okay. Because I was pregnant with him when I basically stood right next to Sting, watching him play, and I was like eight months pregnant, and so he is. Beck Sumner. Nice. So have we all understood now my kids? I think we're good. Mm -hmm. I think we're good. So, and um, Bono, I mean, obviously that was like, for me and my husband, that was like foundational music. When I was in boarding school, I went to a Christian boarding school in Germany, and we had certain allowed music, and the Joshua Tree was the only secular album that was allowed. So, as you well know, then I would have just played that (laughs) over and over and over. So it was very, you know, foundational for me, music-wise. But then also Bono, I mean, what he's written and what he's done, talk about like being the soundtrack to a life, you know, that is interested in social justice and poverty alleviation. And dude, I just have so much respect for that guy. So it was very cool to share going to the U2 concert with with my son. Yeah. Well, that sounds uh, like a great experience. Um, Layton, do you want to take a couple here? If, is the pop quiz still going? It's still going. We're okay. about halfway through. Oh, so, yeah. wow. Okay. We're making some good progress. Okay. Is this the layer over here? Yeah. Are you close <laughs> enough to the mic? Oh, are you? <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, hey, Priscilla. How's it going? It's good. We're having fun in here, but it's getting hot in this podcast room. It is. It okay. Is. Um, what would you say is the best blog that you've read? Oh this my year? gosh, you guys remember the one I forwarded around to you guys that was the 22 best gifts for all content marketers? Yes. Let's put that link in the show notes. It's just too it's be too much. A lot of links in the okay. show notes. Okay. Well, that's all right. Okay. That's good. all right. They don't charge per mm-hmm. link that we put in. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's a public service, though. If you are out there and making content for people, sometimes I think that you're a little underappreciated. Um, so this will definitely make you feel like someone else gets you. Right? That was funny. I've been desiring that my whole life, yeah. honestly. Have you? Yes. Khalif, I get you. Thanks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait till the commercial comes okay. on. <laughs> uh, okay, how about um, what's the best adventure that you took this year? 
Well, this year I was fortunate enough to be on a lot of travels. I got a lot of great speaking gigs this year, and you guys were kind enough to let me be gone and not think about what goes on here, which is uh, is super fun for me because I love to teach people. I love to talk about what we do. And um, I got to go to London, Chicago, New York, went to Chicago twice again. So my biggest adventures, I guess, would say that you guys know my MO as soon as I hit town, you know, after I've spoken, at some point, I will be at a museum and you will not be able to talk to me one day, of you know, whatever travels. And when I was in New York, I had not seen the Whitney before. So I saw the Whitney, of course, in London. You cannot miss the Tate Modern. You can't miss the British Library and British Museum. Although I have to say, I've been to London enough now that British Library and British Museum, I, I'm, I'm good to go for a long time. But next time I go, I'm going to go to things like the, the um, like in New York has an elevator museum. Mm-hmm. And I've then that, in yeah. in London, there's like a, a, a surgical instruments throughout the years. Oh. Like, I'm going to start going to these kinds of Chicago things. So I'm, I'm getting the, my uh, list. The Polish Museum. Oh, you know what? I saw it on it's when I was amazing. looking yeah. this time. So uh, I'm going to all the, I've been to all the big ones now. All the, of course, whenever I hit town, like I went to the St. Louis MoMA, to the MoMA in, in Chicago, mm-hmm. the one in New York. Um, and then I went to the Chicago Art Institute, which was amazing. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to start going to some quirky, weird ones next because I've really I've been traveling a lot, and so I've gotten to see a lot of my favorites over yeah. and over again. You got to branch out in different yeah, directions. Totally sweet. Um, what was the smartest decision that you made this year? Well, could we all agree on my smartest decision to let Ryan out of doing this spectacular, spectacular show? Yes, yes. he doesn't like it. I feel yeah. like that is the best way to love him. Right. Yeah. So. It's what um, me and my friend Jared Webb always called the analogous gift. So, you know, a lot of times people will, oh, I, I, I like to talk a lot. So people would, in order to engage with me, should do what I like, talk a lot with me. Right. That's fun. But it's kind of like why I don't hug any of you because you guys don't like to be hugged. So my gift to you is to not hug you. Right. Right? So I don't do the I, thing I, I like. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the hug. You're the I'm only okay. one, though. Yes. You are the, I, I admit the it. Soul, you are the only one here. The sole hugger in the office, I believe. Right. Okay. But yeah. so, thank you. Yes. So I give what, what we, the analogous gift or the analogous break. Give someone a break. Give them the thing that they actually want. So we're giving Ryan the analogous break. He doesn't want to be on this show. So Merry Christmas, Ryan. Merry Christmas, Ryan. <laughs> well, Priscilla, mm-hmm. I think that about covers it. Um, I think you passed on uh, this quiz, <gasps> so nice job. You get oh, to keep good. your job. Oh, um, gosh, That was on the you. line. I forgot oh, to mention oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm glad you didn't say it because the pressure would have got to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why it was a, it was a pop thing. But mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you mm-hmm. for your time. Hey, Dan. Hey, Leighton. How are you doing? I am doing great, thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. How's your 2017 going? You know what? Uh, 2017 is almost over. There you go. 2018 is going to be the best. It will. It's going to be one year better than That's 2017. Right. That's right. We are doing a, uh, we're doing a holiday show, you know, and uh, yes. I understand that you have something you'd like to share. Well... Yes, it's a, it's something uh, that's near and dear to my heart, and uh, I would like to do my rendition of uh, Silent Night. 
Oh, I'm I'm excited about this. Is that all right? Can yes. I, is that good? All right. It's, it's one of my favorite Christmas songs because it's, it's so uh, soft and contemplative, and uh, it's just... It's just very special. So I'm, I'm just going to do a couple of bars from it. So you can add this in wherever uh, somebody passed out from too much eggnog or uh, <laughs> or where, wherever you see fit to cover up uh, somebody's uh, profanity living. Uh, oh, I know. I know where that goes then. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Not talking about Priscilla. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Silent. <laughs> Are, are, you, um, are, you, are you okay? Yeah, no, um, yeah. Let's uh, use this as a, a placeholder. I'll, I'll get back to you. Well, we hope you enjoyed this year's spectacular spectacular with all of the peeps from Little Bird Marketing. Minus Ryan. We give this gift to you because if by some chance you end up in a horrible conversation and need to extricate yourself for either political, social, religious, or holiday reasons, then we give you this out. You can always let them know that you have to leave in order to come back and listen to a podcast. It's a work requirement. If you're having fun with your family, then we hope this has been a real blessing. A what? A blessing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.